Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Emergency physician, TV personality, speaker, and writer. She's Dr. Lee. It's time for the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Hi, and welcome to the show. Um, well, did you ever have a problem trying to get an appointment with the dermatologist? They are kind of difficult to get into, can take a couple months. My next guest, Dr. Car- uh, Carrie Kovarik, is an associate professor of dermatology and dermatopathology and infectious disease at University of Pennsylvania. And uh, there's something called teledermatology that is starting all over that may help you see a dermatologist a little faster. So welcome, Dr. Kaverick. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So let's talk about this as I was talking briefly before we started. Um, as an ER doctor, you know, rashes are my bane. I really, <laughs> even with my book as I'm searching through, and I wish I could get on the uh, a computer when I have a case I'm not sure about and dial into a dermatologist. And, you know, it seems like a perfect thing because dermatology is a lot of looking. Sure. Um, so tell me a little bit about what the American Academy of Dermatology says about kind of going remote and doing teledermatology. Sure. So this is a rapidly growing field. Dermatology uh, was one of the first specialties to do this probably 20 years ago. But as you know, the technology is, is really gaining steam and we have a much easier way to do it now than we did back then. We have our mobile devices, we have electronic medical records, and the American Academy of Dermatology really advocates for provider to provider telemedicine as well as telemedicine that can be done within a healthcare system. So just like you mentioned, there are many places that allow their ER doctors or primary care physicians to send photographs to dermatologists so that the patient can uh, receive quicker care and better care possibly leading to better outcomes. Now, um, and is it because it's so visual? Like, I, I'm sure there are some rashes that you want to touch, right? Just to, of course, <laughs> get the feeling of it. But most of the time, you know, just looking and the resolution, you know, these cameras and, and things that we have now, even on our portable devices and smartphones are pretty good. Right. And the te- technology and the cameras is getting better and better every day. But more importantly, we need to train the submitting physician to take the appropriate photographs, give us good pictures of the right areas of the skin, and also give us good clinical history so that we can make the right diagnosis. So it takes a little bit of training on the part of the the primary care doc or the ER physician to know how to give us the right data so that we can give them back what they want. Now, that's, um, you know, for a quick consult from a doctor, but what about patients themselves? There are all these platforms now where you sign up to talk to a doctor. I'm sure you get inundated by these telemedicine Mm -hmm. uh, programs. Oh, be one of our experts and sign on for 10 minutes a day and do this. What about if you are a potential patient and you want to get into a dermatologist, but you can't, are there things that are kind of sanctioned by the American Academy of Dermatology or, 
you know, how do you know if the dermatologist, you know, maybe you're trying to get into that doesn't have a spot for like three to four weeks, right? Um, could maybe see you over the phone, right? So we um, at the academy prefer the direct to provider telemedicine be done with your own dermatologist. And that is being done in many practices. Um, but if for some reason you're a patient and you don't have a dermatologist and you really want to do this direct-to-dermatologist telemedicine as a new patient, uh, there are some guidelines that we recommend because it's an unregulated industry and patients are going to do this. So we at least like to give them some guidelines. So some of those things are make sure you're being seen by a board-certified dermatologist and ask to see those uh, providers' credentials because it could be someone who's not even a doctor giving those services. Wow. Uh, be choosy and use uh, teledermatology services uh, where you actually get to have a choice in providers. Some, some of those services just give you whoever comes up. Uh, make sure you have the ability to share the outcome of the service with your primary care team. Or if you have a regular dermatologist, you want to make sure you can have sort of a printout or a PDF that you can share with your dermatologist. Because I get some patients that come to me who have used these services, and it's important for me to know what happened at that visit so I'm not duplicating uh, sort of, you know, what they gave my patients, and we can work together and one big thing is make sure that that uh, provider has a backup plan because about 20% of the patients that use these services actually need to be seen in person. And a lot of them uh, will just say, go to the emergency room or here's a list of dermatologists you need to be seen in person. And that's really not good enough. Yeah, because I imagine some of these telemedicine platforms, even Dr. Phil and his son own, right. <laughs> own something, and they're out in California, and they're getting doctors all over the country, Right. so you don't know where the doctor's from that might come online to see you. Exactly, and we advocate for this to be done locally, so you want to make sure that you're seeing someone who is local or at least has knowledge of the local uh, dermatology atmosphere so that if you do need to be seen in person, they have a relationship with someone in your community and can get you to be seen or that person is actually someone local and will see you in their office. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. And then um, what? how do you know you need to just ask your dermatologist if you've seen one already? Do you have uh, the potential to do something like this? I mean, I guess the reason dermatologists are hard to get into is because they have so many crammed appointments. There's probably not a lot of them. So how are they <clears throat> going to have the time then mm -hmm. to do this in addition? Right. So some of them are are um, having this, these types of uh, technology platforms as part of their practice. So you can ask your dermatologist if they have this type of ability. And even uh, some of us in academic practice now have this as part of our electronic medical record patient portals. And so my patients can log in and send me photos uh, and clinical questions anytime, which is basically like um, patient-to-provider telemedicine, and I will get back to them with an answer. 
Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, I guess the patient portals kind of do make it easy. And, um, you know, it's like putting a call into your doctor sometimes at the end of the day is when they'll get back to you. But that's still better than waiting three weeks for it. Right. Exactly. So... All right. So, and is there, are there any, just quickly, we have about a minute, just strictly dermatology telemedicine uh, websites or at this point, no, not that you know of. Um, there are many, plat- you mean telemedicine Yeah, just uh, for dermatology, like somebody started it just for derm. There are literally hundreds of really? these sites. <laughs> and so that's what makes it so difficult for patients to navigate and so if I was a patient going on, it would be so difficult for me to know um, what what to look for. And so that's why we've come out with a few guidelines to help our patients to know uh, what is good telemedicine. Oh, interesting. But, of course, you still can't get my favorite reason to go visit the dermatologist. <laughs> Cosmetic procedures, little Botox, right. little filler. If they can uh, arrange that uh, over the airwaves, that would just be the perfect uh That would be amazing, in. wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I want to thank my guests. Some very interesting things to uh, think about. Um, and definitely something you should talk to your own dermatologist about. Uh, this is the Dr. Lee Van Oker Show. It's Health from the Outside In on Radio MD, where feeling good starts with looking good. So stay tuned into your health.